Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Rewind and Reconsider where we rewind our favorite childhood movies and reconsider everything in our lives. I'm your host Mia Fagan and I'm joined by my lovely, beautiful, darling husband Harrison Fagan. How are you? Why do you always sound so forced when you compliment me on the air? It's I'm hurtful. I'm just not used to complimenting people, and it hurts. You're definitely not used to complimenting me, apparently. <laughs> um, so you have a movie for us today. Yes, it's The Land Before Time, a movie about a uh, time before time existed. So dinosaurs? Yeah, it's about dinosaurs. Okay, why couldn't you just say that? <laughs> I don't understand why you had to. Because <laughs> I, I wanted to see if I could break your brain a little bit. Um, okay, so what do you remember about this movie? Uh, I remember that it had dinosaurs, okay. and they and were. It, it centers around the vegetarian dinosaurs oh, and okay. the, the car- good dinosaurs. Yeah, the carnivores are the villains of the movie, and oh. also I think like meteors are villains. I don't know. Wow, so... I don't know if the meteor comes in. Today. I assume that's, like, Land Before Time Endgame. So this is, like, a secret, like, vegan vegan movie. Yeah, it's, like, secret vegan propaganda, There I you think. go, there yes. you go. <laughs> um, where did you first see this movie? Do you remember, or was it kind of, like, something... I, I, at my childhood home on VHS. I don't uh, know that this was ever a theater's movie. I think these were, like, all direct-to-DVD. Or, I guess, VHS at the time. I don't know that these were ever, like, in theaters. There were a lot of them. Yeah, I feel like there's a bunch of sequels, right? Yeah, no, we're just going to watch the first one. I, I don't know that we're going to go through the whole Land Before Time CU. <laughs> Please, no. Um, Maybe I'll have you, like, look up how it all ends for the podcast. And I, can, oh, like, react really? To that. I wonder yeah. how this this whole series ends. I wonder what happens. Well, I just wonder if they, did they ever make it to the meteor? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm curious to find out. I mean, how many how many times can you go before the land of the time? That didn't turn out. <laughs> Anyways, what did you remember liking about this movie? Uh, I mean, I was I was a child and I had dinosaurs, so that was it. <laughs> that was, that was it. what I liked. There were dinosaurs that talked and went on adventures, and I, I genuinely do not remember the plot of this movie at all. But you remember liking it? Yes, I remember really liking it. Okay, but do you think you're going to really like it now? That seems doubtful, but... I, I, I mean, mean, we'll see. It might be... It's it, a classic for a reason, I feel like, right? Maybe. I see, I, I hear a lot of people that are like, yeah, that's, this is the movie that made me cry. Because I think there's a dinosaur that dies in it. I'm, I'm sure there is. I mean, you know, they're dinosaurs. It's nature. <laughs> they're all going to die at some point. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we will be right back and we will watch. It also centers oh, around a okay. long neck protagonist. So I think it may have helped me <gasps> oh, learn to love myself as I a see, child. I yeah. see. You saw yourself in one of the dinosaurs. Yes. Uh, yeah. it, it all makes sense now. And there's a small dinosaur named Ducky. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's all I got for you. <laughs> okay. Well, I have such high hopes. I, I'm gonna movie. hold on. Let me see if I can guess the other names. I think there's like Sarah the Stegosaurus. Isn't there like Littlefoot or something? Yeah, I think Littlefoot is the is the protagonist, the main long neck protagonist. I don't. <laughs> other than yourself. <laughs> yeah. Other than myself. Yeah. I think that's all I got. I don't know if I can remember the other names. I believe there's a pterodactyl in it. Okay. That is like friendly. Oh, I thought pterodactyls were meat eaters. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Know. I, don't it, maybe, I never. I maybe never in the a... land before time they ate. I mean, do we really know what anyone ate back then? Like, I mean, they're yes, all dead. I think you can tell what. No, nah, I don't know. That by seems, the size of their teeth. I don't know. That seems like a bunch of science lies once more. Let me ask you this: Did you have? <laughs> did you? Did you have a dinosaur phase? I feel like every kid kind of has a dinosaur. Oh yeah, phase. I mean. Mia, I, you just heard me. I mean, the reason I liked this movie was there were dinosaurs. Well, I mean, I'm kid, just saying. Every I'm kid just, loves dinosaurs. I'm just saying because it doesn't seem like you have a lot of um, info on dinosaurs. 
So I, I just don't think your face is real. Oh, you're questioning the legitimacy of my love of dinosaurs as a child. Yes. Like, yeah. You know I mean, how, like, well, there's I, some well, kids that can, like, name off dinosaurs just, like, randomly. Like, oh, it's a stegosaurus. That's yeah. a pter- pterodactyl. That's a... Brontosaurus. Oh, yeah. Lebron- Velocir- Velociraptor. Lebrontosaurus. Tyrannosaurus rex. There you go. That's, that's all I got. I think yeah. that's all I got. Pterodactyl. Sabertooth tiger. That's not... <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're going to go watch The Land Before Time, and we will be back in a short amount of time. All right. And we are back on Rewind and Reconsider. We just watched The Land Before Time. And before we get started on kind of our good, bad, and the ugly, we are going to throw to Mia, who is going to do a 60-second summary of the movie, where she tries to summarize the plot of a movie in 60 seconds for those of us, or those of you, that did not go and watch it. So, Mia, are you ready? Yeah. I think I am. I think I'm going to do it this time. Okay. I have high hopes for I actually have high hopes for you, too, because this movie is only barely over an hour. So if you can't summarize this one, and it has a pretty simple plot. So if you can't get this one under 60 seconds, I mean, all hope may be lost. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Okay, so it starts out with dinosaurs being born, are all babies. And then they go and grow up. And then there was a one that's a brontosaurus. He's a little foot and he, he's following his mom. And his mom's all like, we're going to go to the Great Valley Beyond. And he's like, what is that? And she's like, I don't know. It's just something I heard of. We're going to go. And he's like, have you ever seen it? And she's like, no, fuck you. So they keep going. And then the mom dies. And then when the mom dies, it's because there was an earthquake. No, because not an earthquake. It was, no, it was an earthquake and a tyrant T-Rex together because... Littlefoot's a dumbass and he was playing with one of his friends and as one of his friends triggered a T-Rex or anything or like that. Anyway, so then and he... And an earthquake. And an earthquake too. And then so he's like, I'm going to the Great Valley Beyond. I'm going to go round up my friends and we're going to go on an adventure. We're going to learn things and grow up and then we're going to make it and then, then surprise it's actually a real place and then that's where the movie ends. Okay, you made it in 50 seconds. I feel like you really glossed Yay! over the second <laughs> half of the movie to the point that... You know, you really there didn't was, summarize it at all. There was no point to the second half of the movie. Let's be honest. You didn't even summarize the triumphant final battle, climactic battle, with the T-Rex, where they killed it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the T-Rex came back and... Okay, well, yeah. it doesn't well, matter. It's, it's okay. You missed a lot, but I will allow it because you... I mean, you were close enough. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, so this movie is interesting because... On one hand, I really like the animation. Like, it made me really, really appreciate hand-drawn animated movies. I really do miss that. Do you know it was hand-drawn for a fact? Yes, because I know who the uh, animator was. It was Don Bluth, who also did um, Fern Gully, which was one of my favorite movies. Um, American Tale, uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven, uh, Secret of the Nim, that one with the rat. Do you know what I'm talking about? None of these are coming. Okay. He, I mean, like, I know all dogs go to heaven and Fern Gully. Okay, there you go. He's a, like a very famous like animator. And like I know that his animation's like really pretty and the background really pretty and like it was just I don't know, for some it was a pretty well shot movie for being animated. <laughs> <laughs> well shot. <laughs> yeah. No, it was just like the colors were really dynamic. It was just really pretty to watch and I can see why a lot of kids like this movie because it is very nice to look at. Um yeah, I mean, let, let's get this out of the way. If you're listening to this podcast because you're like, hey, I wonder what these two 20-ish year olds wonder about kids' movies and whether or not wait, I wait, should show them 20-ish? to my kids. You're 30. Okay, well, either way, 20-ish, okay. you know, 20, late 20-year-olds. 20 it's Yeah. 
If you're if you're wondering, like, should I show this to my kids? The answer is absolutely yes. Every kid will love this movie. It has dinosaurs. The animation's pretty. It's short, so they aren't going to get bored. But it's very, like... It's very, very simple to follow. It's very simple. The dialogue's pretty simple. The music is very relaxing. I'll say that. It's a very relaxing movie, to be honest. Even though it has very, very deep topics in this movie. Uh, honestly, out of all of the kids' movies that we have rewatched for this podcast, this might be the most kid-friendly. What? How? I mean, what what movie was more kid-friendly than this? Uh, Kiki's Delivery Service? Mm, I don't know. That one had some, like, deep, like... What? I don't know. This one, ha- this movie also has a lot of deep meaning to it. Like, yeah, it does. The mom fucking dies. That was a really traumatic scene. Where, like, I mean, mom- I can tell it was traumatic by you just going, "The mom fucking dies." <laughs> yeah, you really gave that the tragic, you know, sense of no, sadness it that it really, deserved. Really sad because it's like this rock falls on top of her, and then like she gets to talk after to her. she fought off a T Rex that like bit her spine out, basically. Yeah, and then an earthquake happens, and then she's like, "Well, I'm out. Go find the valley of beyond, little foot. I don't know if I actually exist or not, but I'm always gonna be there with you." And then little foot's like, "Well, what am I gonna do?" And she's like, "I don't know." And then she she's dies. like, "I don't." No, that's not my problem. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's like, the movie's she problem. She was like Magic Johnson. I'm not going to be there. Like, <laughs> um, and like, it showed like, like Littlefoot was like in a depression. Like, it really accurately showed depression to kids. I mean, it didn't straight out say that, hey, I have depression. But, like, you could see the signs where he, like, didn't want to get up. He didn't want to eat. He lost all the motivation. And it was just, like, really realistic. And it hit a little way too hard. For me, at least. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that it was, it showed kids that it's okay to be sad if your parent dies. <laughs> I mean, it should be very normal if your parent <laughs> dies. But I, 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 I think what, what the movie was trying to say is that he needed to start trusting in other people, too. Like, it, he wasn't alone. That's also probably friends. an important lesson to teach kids. Yeah, that you have friends and people that like you. <laughs> and even if they look different, you oh, can still be friends with them. That was another thing. There was a very, very heavy racist under. Yeah, okay, so let's let's go through. Sarah's dad is racist as hell. Oh, yeah. He's like, we don't hang out with long necks. We are a superior dinosaur. And I'm going to be real. That personally offended me. That line hit home for me. Was there a parent out there that said, no, Billy, you cannot play with the long neck out there? Oh. All the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah, so Sarah, speaking of Sarah, her dad's a dick. She's also kind of an ass. Sarah too. is the Triceratops character. Yes. I did not like her character at all. She was like my least favorite. Yeah, I mean, you feel bad because she clearly has some sort of CTE. She's just like ramming her head into everything <laughs> that she sees. Just like addicted to it from birth. Just is trying to fight everything. Yeah. And like there's something wrong with Sarah. And you almost feel bad. But also she is... Like, she's that one kid that swears that they're more popular than everyone, but is just kind of, like, off to themselves because they they, they have decided they're cooler than yeah, everyone else. I don't and know how, like... And just really mean to all the other kids exactly. in your friend group. Yeah. I don't know how... I was that kid. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, <laughs> I could see... Like, I don't know how, like, all these other, like, dinosaurs are so nice to each other and, like, they're, they're all helping each other. And then Sarah's off just being, like, a mega bitch about everything where she's just like, I can do it myself and I can do it better. Watch me. And then, obviously, she fails. And, like, I think pretty much all of the situations that were they got into were because of Sarah. It, it literally, the entire movie is pretty much her fault. It's like, like, I mean, not the earthquake. We can't credit... The earthquake, we can't... We can't prove that was Sarah's fault, but 
She was the one that woke up the T-Rex by playing too loud. Mm -hmm. That kills Littlefoot's mom, basically, other than also she got killed in the earthquake, but kind of also the T-Rex. I mean, it was probably a combination of They don't call it a T-Rex, though. It's a sharp tooth. Yeah, it's a sharp tooth. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, yeah, why would they use our scientific terms for it? Exactly. I mean, that's they just call each other long necks and, you know, three horns. and Three horns. Yeah, flyers. Flyers. uh, Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it. I don't even know what they call Spike. The the mute. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it's basically all Sarah's fault. Yeah, and so she she wakes up the Triceratops. The the T Rex is like in a coma, and Sarah decides to wake it up by repeatedly ramming her head into it because she's like, oh, because it's she dead. is just addicted to fighting everything, <laughs> including even dead bodies, and has possible serial killer tendencies. That wakes up the T-Rex, who she then runs away from. When she runs into the other kids, she claims that she killed it, so they're giving them a false sense of security, and then the T-Rex shows up and, like, tries to kill all of them because Sarah leads them into, like, a lava pit on accident instead of because she doesn't want to walk up the high mountain that yeah, leads to the Valley. Like, I don't want to. I'm tired. I'm going the other way. Fuck you, Littlefoot. Littlefoot's yeah. like, whatever. Sarah is the worst. I feel like Sarah, if she was a real person in life, definitely voted for Trump. I mean, her dad certainly did. Oh, her dad certainly did. Um, but what about, what do you think about the other characters? Uh, I, I mean, I've, it's a little hit and miss. Honestly, Littlefoot is kind the, of the most well one. characterized of all of them. Like, he kind of is a little... He's even keeled and, you know, he's likable. Um, Ducky's like my second favorite. Ducky is obnoxious. Oh. I mean, just constantly, yup, yup, yup! Like, repeating herself all the yeah, time. Yeah, but that's what and kids do. Kids repeat themselves over and over nope, again. Nope, didn't like her. I like Spike because he didn't talk and he was funny. <laughs> He just wanted to, he, uh, Spike was chill. Spike was just like a stoner. He just wanted to eat everything. He woke up. He's like, I'm born. I want to eat everything in sight. That's all I want. Okay, you know what? I'm changing it. It's going to be Littlefoot, Spike. Honestly, Spike may be the most likable. Honestly. Because he he's not complaining about not having a mom. He's just no thoughts, just vibes. Yeah. Spike it would be the chillest to hang out with of yeah. all of the Land Before Time crew, Yeah, By far. Spike is in my blunt rotation. <laughs> <laughs> and... I would say Peach. Wait, what's the Petey? Petrie? I thought it was oh, Petrie. Was it? Oh, you're right. It's Petrie. Yeah. Petrie the pterodactyl. Yeah, I don't like him either. He's nervous. Also, I am. Did you look this up? Because I asked you to look it up. Were are are pterodactyls like carnivores? You never told me to look that. up. I definitely told you to look that up multiple times. No, I don't. Hold know. on, I'm gonna Google this. You talk about Petrie. Uh, so Petrie basically is a pterodactyl, which is funny because a pterodactyl is actually spelled with a P in front of it. So. <laughs> I never knew Are that. Are you serious? I never knew that until looking up um, pictures of pterodactyls. But you didn't look up whether or not it was a carnivore <laughs> like I asked you to. No. I just needed a Google image search of it. Um, and he's a tiny little guy and he's always nervous, which, you know, same, right? Yeah. Okay. So Petrie was, pterodactyls were definitely carnivores according to the current science. Do they also eat grass too or no? No. Just, just, just meat? Fish and other animals caught from the oceans and may have been scavengers on land as well. But definitely not. I mean, at least according to our... So, there's a traitor in their midst. I am... <laughs> there is a a wolf in this, sheep's clothing This movie right is a lot darker if you're just... Imagine it as Petrie was just waiting and biding his time and getting bigger until he could eat all of his friends. So, Petrie's main characteristic is that he... He's afraid to fly. He's, he's afraid, afraid to fight, even he's though he should be able to fly. Yeah. He... Yeah. And... 
um, it was just annoying because they're always like, Petrie, we need your help because everything would be a lot better if you could fucking fly and see where we're going and maybe help us get some food. And he's like, no, I can't. And so, I don't know. He was kind of annoying. Are you looking up Ducky's dinosaur type? Yeah. And it's a... Parasaurolophus. What? Yeah. Okay. Is that also a plant eater? Yes. Okay. Um, another thing I didn't kind of like about this movie is that it had a lot of points where it was just like, I don't know, really, really slow parts. Like the one slow part that I fucking hated is when they were all like going to go to sleep and like they all like came into like a big cuddle pile and then, then like Littlefoot like gets, this is like a 15 minute segment too. Littlefoot. It was not 15 minutes. It felt like 15 minutes. Littlefoot gets up because he's all like, I'm depressed. I don't like anyone. I don't know why. And he's like, I'm going to go sleep by myself. And then all his little friends like start going one by one slowly over to Littlefoot until Sarah's left because again, Sarah's a bitch. Um, and she's like, I can sleep by myself. And then she's like, oh no, I'm too cold. So then they come back. And that was like way too long. If you would have cut that out, this movie would have been a lot more streamlined. Also weren't, isn't the, current theory that dinosaurs were cold-blooded anyway well they are reptiles right i don't know maybe they had feathers i don't i'm not up to current dinosaur science i'm not either were they birds maybe yeah they might have been birds i know that t-rexes the closest relative that we have are are chickens chickens are the closest relatives to t-rexes did you know that wow they that age poorly (laughs) yeah um but yeah that was pretty much the only thing it was just really really slow parts imagine t-rexes just looking down at their descendants and they're just chickens and they're like you disappoint me so much chickens can't even fucking fly (laughs) they can a little a little bit they're just too fat um but yeah that's the only kind of thing i have against this movie is that there's some really really slow parts where it like doesn't really matter but i thought overall it had a good message of kids coming together despite their their differences overcoming obstacles kind of you know working together to achieve something that they thought was not possible you know like listening to the more reasonable people yeah i mean overcome that it's okay to have feelings and that you can overcome your grief and that sometimes you know being raised by your grandparents is okay because they love you too. Yeah. Wait, no. Grandparents didn't get in the picture yet. Yeah, they were by the, the end of the movie. Were they? Yeah, at okay. the end of the movie. He comes up and his grandma is like licking him or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And then they do like a whole like previously on the land. Yeah, they did. Like, they like ran out of animation budget and just went through the entire movie in slow-mo. Yeah. I mean, that's what kids want. They have such a short attention span. They're probably like, oh, what happened at the beginning of They're this like, movie? They're like, wait, how did they get here? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm glad that was there. Um, but I can see why this movie resonates with a lot of people. Um, this movie also spawned 14 fucking sequels. 14 sequels of this movie. I don't know how you can stretch out this entire franchise into 14 movies. I mean, like, even Harry Potter didn't have that many sequels. Okay, so I was going to ask you. I, I mean, you went through and watched a video. Yes, uh, shout out to Jenny Nicholson who um, watched every single sequel, pre uh, sequel to the land. Wait, is there prequels? No, they're all sequels. They're all sequels. The land before the land before yeah. time. Uh, shout out to her. She watched it all and then did a review, and I watched that, and um, I learned a couple things. Um, how does it? How does it end? It really doesn't. They don't really have like a oh, meteor. there's not like a meteor in the final movie. No, I guess that'd be really dark for a kids movie. But um, <laughs> yeah, I know right? they're all like starving they're to already, death in yeah, the cold. Yeah, I know. Um, so what all these sequels have in common that don't have in common with the first movie is that there there is musical numbers in it. Which oh my god, thank God there was no musical sequences 
in this movie that we watched, I would have noped out of this so quick. <laughs> Can oh, you so imagine? It just there's no satisfactory conclusion. They just eventually adopt like a sharp tooth friend, and then oh that's yeah, it. so that's like the second movie. There is a um, a nice um, T Rex named Chomper, which apparently is super cute. And in one of the movies, they go to it's a mysterious island, and Chomper is living there with his two T Rex parents, and his two T Rex parents are super chill, and then. Uh, there's another T-Rex did on that. Did they go vegan? I don't know what they eat. Oh, honestly. okay. I didn't get that far. I mean, did you learn anything else interesting during your trek through the Land Before Time sequels? Verse? Um, yeah. So there's a common theme between all Do they ever cross movies. over with any other, like... No, they don't. Okay. Um, there's a common theme. Um, someone falls into something icky, like mud, tar, anything, and usually the villains are killed by someone pushing something over them. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you I know? Mean, yeah. It's not like they have guns or something right. to kill them with. I mean, there's only so many ways for, you know, for us to plausibly believe that a plant-eating dinosaur killed yeah. a... Yeah, I don't even... Yeah, anyways, um, one of the movies has dinosaur aliens in it. What? Yeah, there's dinosaur aliens in one of the movies. They're two, like, uh, velociraptors, and you don't know that they're from, like, outer space till the end of the movie. What? Yeah. And then there's another movie where they, like, go to the ocean and, like, save a dolphin type of animal. <laughs> yeah. It, it gets kind of weird. <laughs> what tripped me out is that the, there was actual musical parts to this. And I'm so glad I didn't have to sit So are you ready this. to watch the 14, all 14 sequels? Absolutely. For a special dispatch? Okay. Well, I guess let's just evaluate it on the art as it was intended to be before um, but it was I do... a cash grab DVD verse. I... All right. So overall... Would you say that you ended up liking the movie? Like, w- would you would you watch this again with our eventual kids? Um. Okay. So after a couple of days of thinking about this movie, I kind of did like it. I think it's a very good background movie. You know, has nice sounds to it. Um. Would I watch it with my kid? Uh. You know, but I would like my kid to watch it. I will put our kid in front of the TV and probably walk away and do chores while this movie's on. What about you? Good enough for thee and not for me, I guess, right? For the kid. You're just like, hey, it's good enough for them, but I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, I mean, I'd watch this with our kid, especially if our kid was like really had a di- Every kid has a dinosaur phase at some point. I'd watch it with them during their dinosaur Okay, but phase. like, honestly, if our kid had a dinosaur phase, I would not put on The Land Before Time. Let's just straight jump into Jurassic Park. All right, with Chris Pratt. No, <laughs> no. I'm just saying, if you open that door, then eventually our kid's going to be like, okay, why but... aren't we watching Jurassic Park 19 no, no, no. We're with only, Chris Pratt? We're only watching the first one. teaches us the value of the faith in dinosaurs. No. Anyways, so this movie was okay. Wasn't as good as I thought, but still okay. Um, so if you like this episode. Jurassic Park 20, where Chris Pratt is like, well, dinosaurs weren't real. Chris Pratt turns into the dinosaur. <laughs> Um, if you like what you hear, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you kind of listen to podcasts. Um, you can find us on Twitter as well at Rewind and Reconsider. Just type it in. It's a weird at, but you'll find it. And um, I... It's in my bio. Yeah. At H.M. Fagan. Okay, fine. Or fine, Harrison. And I am going to bring a movie to us that I loved as a kid and you have not watched and have refused to watch it, even though I told you it's a really good movie and that is disney's atlantis okay all right let's watch it then
That's I mean, it. if I have to for the podcast, it is what it oh is. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, Mia made me take a picture with these costume people at Disneyland, <laughs> yeah. despite me having no idea who they were. I know. And everyone pointed and laughed at you because they're like, he has no class. Pretty much. Yeah. That was basically how it went. <laughs> um, anyways, stay safe, everyone. Wear a mask and we'll see you later.